podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? This is where the Alex commentary would really be helpful. <laughs> Welcome to the Movie, Movie, Podcast, everybody. Episode, oh, I forgot. See, that's why I looked this up before and write it so I know what the episode number is that's go- that we're going into it with. Uh, which I did not do this time, but uh, let's assume episode, I don't know, 1,412. Uh, I'm your host, Tiggs, and with me, as always, are Russ. Hey, guys. And Peter. Uh, just an odd, lonely child reaching for eternity. Oh, boy. And we are here. It has been, it's been a little while since our last podcast. Uh, there have been a couple of movies, more movies than I would have expected us to see, to be fair. Um, from, from some of these things, but, uh, th- this is going to be, uh, this is going to be maybe a long one, maybe a good one, maybe, I don't know, we'll see, but I'm just getting, to, uh, I want to be transparent about all of this going up, just right in the front. Um, so we're going to start this out. This m- first movie that we came out June 10th, it is now July 28th, so I don't remember how much anyone knows, remembers about Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> this movie came never- out four days after our last podcast. Yep. Yeah. I remember a lot about locusts, but nothing about dinosaurs. Oh Where? yes, this was the one with the the evil agriculture plot. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What right. there was the locust, They were trying to like make locusts that only kill the crops of non. That uh, by by like what dominions? Yeah. Uh, and then it, it make engineer crops that the locusts don't. What the fuck was this? Wait, and, and then and, why were there dinosaurs? There was no reason. Okay. There's actually no <laughs> reason. You could for lift di- there was that subplot dinosaur. with uh, yeah. There was Mantis who uh, from Guardians who was like controlling dinosaurs for some reason but it had nothing to do with the crux of the plot which was uh the guy who uh nedry was communicating with in the first one or a family member of that guy is uh a bad guy who wants to like control the world's crops and he's doing a very shitty uh tim cook impersonation uh, the Apple CEO. It was just dumb. Oh, like, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was just trying to be like a tech billionaire with a with a with a turtleneck. Uh, and this movie tries to Spider-Man by making you feel so cool about seeing the legacy cast and the new cast. But it's like the legacy cast has no reason to be in this movie. And the no. current cast, their their motivations, their characterization Everything about them changed movie to movie. So I don't yeah. know why I give shit about a single person in these movies. Not one. I didn't care about anybody or anything. This was somehow worse than Fallen Kingdom, and I fucking hated Fallen Kingdom. It's really weird how like much they push um uh like the clone girl's mother's story as though we all like know or like care or anything. Um uh, I completely and, forgot about her storyline from Fallen Kingdom. Right. Like, and even, and it's like you're adding that in the fourth movie. You didn't even like tease it out in the in the third in well, the fourth one. 
uh, which is basically a whole new trilogy. You just tap this shit in in the second, the fifth fucking movie, and I'm supposed to care about it. If you, I think, if you ask any random person that saw Fallen Kingdom, who who maybe even liked it, maybe even has fond memories of it, the thing that they would tell you is, oh, it ends with dinosaurs being released into North America. Right. Like we just this would be a world with dinosaurs in it, and this movie's like, so that's still a thing, but we don't give a shit at all. Yeah. It, it We're more concerned about that clone girl you forgot. It was. Such like it was just the setup for for exactly that, where it was like, okay, let's see how the world reacts to having dinosaurs in it. But they skip all that. <laughs> they don't really care about all that. They create new creatures for us to be worried about, I guess. I guess. And then the clone, and then the clone thing, and it's like she's a MacGuffin, and that's it. Like as I was saying before, like you, I think you could completely take dinosaurs out of this movie, and it wouldn't affect the story. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem. Well, yeah. because this, this movie and the last the last two movies basically feel like you know that episode of uh, fucking Poochie from Itchy and Scratchy. <laughs> that's all this girl and her clone plot is. It's just like you're trying to shoehorn the shit in that no one cares about, and they just double down on it every single time. And I'm like, I didn't care about Poochie, and I don't care about. Whatever this girl's name is, I don't know a single character's name in no. the new franchise. No. I just call them Chris Pratt and uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and that girl. You're totally right. That's I didn't it. even realize that I had no idea what any of their names were until right now. And, Owen, and is the character's name Owen? <laughs> Owen Grady? Grady sounds right. Yeah. I'm going to just Google Owen Grady. See what comes. <laughs> See what comes. Oh, up. yeah. Jurassic World. We did it. That's not, a, that's not a heroic name. That's not Alan Grant. But uh, movie's dog shit. Super dumb. And B.D. Wong, phenomenal actor. He's had to he's had to have like 55 different motivations across these last three movies. And it's so dumb. I mean, it's like came up as like the villain was really cool. But now he's just like, sure. I'm really sorry, guys. I need to fix the world. Like, come on. Like, we're, but there's no reason for him to turn. Wasn't he super, like, I vaguely remember the last. He was like, he was bad. He was, right? yeah. he was sniveling. Like, he was, yeah. he wasn't just a bad guy. He was like, like a cartoon villain who wants to kill all the Smurfs. No, exactly. No, that that movie ends with him basically being like Doctor Claw on like a on a yes. helicopter with like the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah that was great. I he was like, I can't kids, wait. Kids cartoon villain, and yeah. now he's like, no, nah, it was an oopsie doodle. I really liked uh, Poochie's mom. <laughs> huh. This I I went to go and see this at like a, a like opening night at the Alamo. Um, and man, did I have a blast with all that? That was great. And I gotta say, if you're gonna if you're gonna watch a movie and be like, this movie isn't gonna be great, go and see it at the Alamo because it's always super fun. Did, and, did, did people? What was the re- audience reaction? I watched it like three weeks later when it was like when no one was really going to see it. It was minimal, let's say. Although there were a lot of people there with Jurassic Park T-shirts on. 
So it was definitely like the crowd for this movie. <laughs> okay. It's so weird that I think this is a weird franchise that I don't think has a fan base. Somehow has had yeah. six movies, but doesn't doesn't exactly have a fan base. But it's just like people want to go see dinosaurs on the big screen. It should be an easy layup. Like show us dinosaurs. As I said, like they took the like the big heightening of the second movie. Other than no fences of of going back to I'm going talking about Lost World. Other correct, than correct. no fences is now there's a dinosaur in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And this in the last two movies set up this world there's going to be dinosaurs when you look out the window and should shouldn't that lead to something but instead jurassic world which creates a new world of dinosaurs like that's great let's go back to a park though right yeah exactly it was really weird when they just went back to a park when the whole setup for the end of the last movie was that there is no need for a park anymore <laughs> yes they went and back i'm pretty to sure at the end of the, the third one, which is like the leanest and most forgettable, you see like ter- pterodactyls flying off the island, and it's like, yeah, oh, okay, I guess dinosaurs are just gonna make their way out organically. Why did we not pick up from there? Yeah, like all of it's stupid, and ultimately, I, I could have given Universal a really awesome cheat code: uh, just release uh, Jurassic Park in theaters every like five years a hundred percent it would it would kill you already made it uh the marketing would be minimal you just make it a thing like shark week yeah. uh it's dino week like i saw a trailer for the jaws re-release uh when i went to see uh nope and i was like oh shit i want to go see that jaws they're doing an IMAX. Release? i think they're doing like an imax release of oh jaws. that sounds like, awesome oh i'll do that and oh. then i was like and as I was watching that trailer, I'm like, why didn't they just do that with Jurassic Park? Literally, every five years, you'd be in the exact same spot. You you, you wouldn't have spent nearly as... You wouldn't have made as much money, but yeah. you wouldn't have spent as much money either. And you wouldn't have ruined an IP. Because now, this IP is fucked. And it, you, I don't want to see anything Jurassic-related for, you know, a decade at least. And it's like, you can't do that with... Your, with with tried and true shit like i would have rather you took your time and made something cool or just don't make anything at all i don't know everything sucks and this is on the heels of us finding out there's going to be a drago spinoff so they're spinning rocky off into creed and then creed off into drago i fucking hate really? where things are going Wait, yeah really? oh, I know that yeah, that's, I mean, that's a terrible idea yeah now we get a rocky cinematic universe but like, I just don't like where things are going. I would have seen I would have seen Jurassic Park in theaters every five years because you know who likes dinosaurs? Kids. And there's always new kids who like dinosaurs. Yeah, it's true. You would have saved a shitload of money. Man, I'm just I, I kinda wanna just watch Jurassic Park right now. Yeah. It's the oh I'll watch Lost World every now and again out of a, out of curiosity. But Jurassic Park is a fucking banger still. Yep. And it's the only one that is. You made six movies. One is great. One is watchable. And four are dog shit. I would, if you haven't seen three in a while, I would give three another shot, especially on the heels of, of this new trilogy. Oh, it's three way better in comparison. Well, yeah, yeah we're not comparing. Yeah, no. It's exactly. also not long. I believe it was like 90 minutes. It gets in and it gets out. Oh, it awesome. really 
That's what I'm talking about. That's a real pause of fury right there. I'm going to tell you right now. Because, like, that, that's a weird thing. Like, uh, they just never learned a lesson in no way, shape, or form. Like, as we were saying before, like, the second one, what people talked most about Fallen Kingdom was, like, the kind of horrid, uh, horrid haunted house thing they did. Yeah. Which, like, that's, it's not what I wanted, but, you know, whatever. Like, I was into the second half of that movie when it was just like, well, this doesn't feel like Jurassic Park, but okay, I'm there for it. <laughs> yeah. So when you reject growth, you kill the franchise. It's like, I don't, I haven't wanted a Jurassic Park movie in years. I definitely actively do not want one now. Right. But if another series was like, we're going to figure out something with dinosaurs and it's going to be a cool dinosaur movie, I might be excited. Are they, yeah, are they going to bring back Land Before Time? Because that'd be kind of cool. Not an Live action dinosaurs. I, you know what? Yeah, I'll see it. I'll see it. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, let's talk about, all right, let's, let's bring ourselves up a little bit because I am incredibly interested to hear about Nope. Because that's really what I want to see right now. Can't really say a lot about it. Ooh. Yeah, I, I don't. Don't want to spoil anything, of course, but I like that Jordan Peele feels like he's weaning people off the social aspect of his films. Okay. I think get I think he's doing like Get Out is a masterpiece. Yep. Yes. But has like a great deal of like meaning even behind its horror. I think Us brings that down a bit. I think Nope brings it even further down. And I think he's like weaning people off because I think a lot of reviews are so like, I think people are going to see his movies expecting not just entertainment or a story, but expecting like a lesson or a bigger meaning behind it. Yeah. And I'll admit the movie I believe has a, has a point, but it's not this like end all be all point. It's just like he's walking into a movie with a perspective and he's yeah. making a movie based off that perspective, but it's not this like, uh, like it's not a huge hot button issue. It's just like, huh? And I like the simplicity. I like that it's yeah. the simplest of his, uh, of his like big visions, but yeah. it's the grandest in scale. Absolutely. So and that it makes- really balances nicely. Yeah, and then it makes me so excited about what he does next because. Maybe he now he could do anything. He could do whatever he wants, and it doesn't. I don't think people will expect a Jordan Peele movie to be anything but a well shot, well written, like entertainment for two hours. And if his brand is just straight up, I think his brand is going to become, hey, this is something you haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah, and that's a fucking cool brand to have. It's not going to be Shyamalan's, which is. Where you're waiting for the twist, you're waiting for the twist, which has worked and not worked. Um, I think his is just going to be, like it or not, it's not going to be something you've gone to the theater and seen before. And that's fucking refreshing. Yeah, I think people people get ruined because they're not waiting for a twist in a Jordan Peele movie. They're waiting for a message. Right. Mm-hmm. They're, mm-hmm. Waiting to, they're waiting to understand it more than other people for some weird reason. And he's, yeah. he, he's stepping away from that. And I can't 
wait for whatever like giant blockbustery thing he does next because this movie is as you said biggest in scale is gorgeous oh it's beautiful it's all all shot outside natural light all like it looks so good yeah, uh, it, it's phenomenal looking and i, I thought uh, seeing it in the theater okay. yeah and we, I, I saw it in imax and i i really enjoyed uh doing that and I thought all of the leads were phenomenal. Uh, it's just, it's a really fucking fun movie, man. Uh, in a way that it's just nice to see, like, Jordan Peele's IP is just literally something you haven't seen before. And if this is what he keeps doing, uh, I'm there every three years uh, with, with bells on. And I get, I could see if someone didn't like it uh, and why. And now I don't have to, like, judge you as a human. Yeah. Which is cool. I, like, you can just say, I didn't really like it. And now I'm not like, oh, well, you're a fucking racist. <laughs> now I can just say, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I, anyone that doesn't like it, I would suggest, just go see it again. And don't have expectations other than I'm going to watch this story unfold. Yeah, watch it for what it is, not for what yeah. you think it could be. Really good uh, time. So is it so like I mean seeing the trailers gives basically nothing away then. I well I I I went into I this mean, as blind as possible. I saw I watched no trailers. Okay. I ignored the posters. Like today was the first day I, I noticed that that blue poster that's a horse in the sky. I did not know that before. Um. So, like knowing nothing. I can't, I, oh, I talk about this a lot. I can't suggest enough. Go into movies blind. It's very fun. Yeah. Trailers give away way too much now. Yeah, it's true. That's what, that's still, because I've definitely, I tried to stay away from it, but then I definitely, I saw, you know, whatever the most recent trailer was like during, during Thor. And I was like, oh man. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I'm worried there's too much been spoiled for me now, but I don't really no, know. No, okay. I saw the same trailers you saw. Um, you're fine. Okay. Okay. You're fine. Oh man. All right. This, uh, this, Kul- Kulia is so good. He, he's, I don't know. He's just, he's become this presence that it's just like, he can be incredibly quiet throughout this movie, but he, in that performance, he communicates so much. Yeah. He's so good. His, uh, like he, his, one of his best tricks, like his eyes say so much when yeah. his when he is saying nothing. Yeah. And that is not an easy thing to do. And it's an easy thing to feel samey. But he feels like a wildly different character in this as he was Get Out, as he was Widows. Like he, even when he's like a strong, silent type, it's a different type. Yeah, and I he, think that's cool. He has definitely, I would say, the biggest titular line in this, and nails yeah. that scene. <laughs> yep. For for you know a titular line which several people say several times. Yes. It's uh, re- it's real fun. It, it's a great, it's a great summer movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm I'm pretty psyched. Uh, I wanna yeah. All right. All right. Don't say anything else. Uh, I am I am. Oh, maybe I'll go tomorrow. 
Um, well, but DC Super Pets is also tomorrow, so I gotta I gotta <laughs> wait those options. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. Then what about Marcel the Shell with shoes on? God fucking damn it! Uh, that movie is so goddamn cute and adorable. I okay. can't stand it. What is this movie? Did you you know did, that YouTube video from ten yeah. years ago that Jenny Slate did with the shell? That's cute. I will look it up now. Yeah, it was it was decently big. It was like before people talked about YouTube though, so it's like it, it, it was early viral. Definitely okay. got like millions of views but like you could 100 percent have missed it it's like it's a it's a faux documentary uh very sweet i i really enjoyed it i think you kind of have to don't expect a de- anything deeper and just enjoy it okay yeah, it, i, I what i was saying before about jordan peele movies i made the slight mistake with marcel that i was like okay yeah but where is this going what is this about to do and then by the end of it, I was like, oh, I'm a little bit, I'm a, I feel a little bit, I don't know, like, not, not entertained, but I felt like I missed something and I need to see it again. But it is, as you said, cute as hell. Yeah. It, um, this trailer it, looks cute as hell. <laughs> it scratched a Paddington 2 itch that I didn't know I still had. It's an itch. Like, yeah. Yeah. They make cute shit now. Watch out. So does the shell <coughs> turn into Satan and then kill it? <laughs> what happens? One would think. Well, yeah, oh hey. God, <laughs> thing is so adorable. Holy crap. <laughs> In the, and it's, the animation is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. The, what, what's the, the production design, like all of the stuff that they do is so cute. <coughs> Very wow. fun. Oh, this looks adorable. Holy crap. Oh my gosh, it's, it's watching really 60 Minutes. What? And it, I'd say it's totally cool for a kid that's a little what? older. Thing. Like, maybe eight or nine. You just have to run the risk of them not paying attention. There's nothing yeah. bad, but I think they'll, they'll find it very cute. Yeah, but I think there's just not, there's not enough that'll grip a younger kid. Uh, yeah. So you'd have to take one that's a little older and that can sit for an hour and a half, uh, and list with with more conversation happening than action. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's fucking great. I loved it, and I thought I'd like it. All right, and I, and I was almost a little nervous because A twenty four they're not a hundred percent home runs for me anymore, and I was scared because I remembered liking this uh, viral video like twelve years ago. And I was like, I hope they don't ruin something I really liked when I was younger. But then I was also wondering, was I trying hard back then? Was I being a tryhard 26-year-old? Was it actually <laughs> not even that good? So I walked into this movie with a lot of shit in my head. And it ended yep. up, all of it went away. It's just cute as hell. Really nice. Really nice movie. Okay. Okay. This, uh, is this is this wide? I don't even think I've seen this like in. It's not at all wide. Okay. I had right. to go, and it's now been... I, I live in Westchester. I had to fucking take the train and go all the way down into the city to see it. Yeah, it was all widening for a couple weeks, but I don't think it caught on like they you know maybe would hope that it would, and it would widen even further. So I think it it got as big as it did. 
So you might not be able to find it anywhere at the moment. Okay. Um, I always thought that there was like uh like a up in I don't know like Mount Kisco. I thought there was like a, an offshoot of like the Angelica or something up there. I don't know if that's still around though. There it was... is, um, but they don't like Marcel literally was in two views. Okay. Oh, all right. It was all in right. Angelica and Lincoln, and then it expanded to like eight. Uh, and by that point, I had already seen it. Yeah. All right. Well, I need to. I, I got to see this. Um, this looks. This I think you'll like her a lot. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. No. This is this is definitely on the list. Um, to see soon. Um. Okay. Um. All right. Let's keep this going. This is going faster than I thought, which is why we're gonna slow it down to talk about Lightyear. Peter, what did you think of Lightyear? I. It's utterly forgettable. I forgot that I was watching it like halfway through and like completely. Yeah. This was like such a boring movie. The story's not super engaging. No. And like it's, it's a movie that's like has time jumps in it because Buzz Lightyear, yeah. uh, the person, not the toy. Well, I'm sorry, the movie character that the toy is based on. Um, oh, let's not get into that part of this whole thing. Yeah. So Buzz Lightyear keeps going through these like kind of self-created wormholes trying to get up their like plane their like spaceship to work again after he like he's the reason they're marooned um oh, oh yeah really up, and they seem pretty cool with him but like so there's all these time jumps in which like you're not selling the emotionality of the fact that he's missing out on life right so, i know you just you, know, you see everyone growing old around him. You know, he ends up meeting like the daughter of like, and it's like all this other stuff. And like, it's, he just doesn't seem to like care. No. So you don't care about the plot. And then when the plot becomes more important about that, that he has to kind of choose uh, between kind of timelines in a way, you don't you don't care. And like, it's, it's odd because he sort of forgets it sometimes too. Like he he's like uh you know he he time jumps he like sees the like the his, his uh well one of his crewmates like years is like oh my gosh you've gotten so old he's like no we've been here for like x amount of years and then they're like oh and I got married he's like oh my gosh you got married to someone you just met like no you've been in a time like we are we already <laughs> went through this how many yeah. years in the past that was yeah and it's and it's weird for Pixar to a this. This for this to be Pixar's first foray back in the theaters. Yeah. Other than the, it, I think Turning Red did like a week. There was no reason to put this in theaters. There's absolutely. And it was just like I've I've been annoyed at how emotional Pixar movies have gotten in the last ten years, but I've never not been interested in some way in the story. Right. I've never not been invested in even invested enough to be like I know what you're doing to me and I find it a little annoying. Like soul, I know what you're. You know what you're trying to do, and it's not really working. But like, I st I still like I. Okay, but show me what happens next. I didn't care about the plot of this movie, and that's that's weird for an animated film for kind of like kids. You have to hook them. Yeah. With something. No, yeah. So there weird. Was and even nothing for this. It was just. It was. It was just boring. Like honestly, and like I just don't care. Like I. Oh. It was a real bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, and I'm, 
I don't know what it says. I have seen every other Pixar movie. Obviously, they made a very easy But I've seen every Pixar movie, you know, usually pretty quickly within the first, you know, month or so, except for the good dinosaur. And this one even like kind of leaped online. And I still haven't bothered. Like it, it feels like, it feels like homework. I don't want to (laughs) <laughs> and I look yeah. at the runtime and I'm like, ooh, it's 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 almost two hours. Even though it's yeah. probably an hour and forty minutes, but it's just a little longer than I want a movie to be that I know I'm not gonna care about. Yeah. It just did not grab me in any way, shape, or form. And I don't know anyone who's seen it who has had a, anything positive to say. No, no. Every the the biggest the best reviews are meh. I'm like, I'm not gonna waste my time with meh. It, it, if if all of the reviews were like that's the worst shit I've ever seen, I'd see it. But don't give me like a C. I'm only interested in A's, B's, and F's. Yep. <laughs> like I'll see a good movie, a great movie, or a shitty movie. Don't give me a man. Ain't got time for that. Nope. Oh. Yeah, this this movie is is for sure just not. Not worth the time investment that, that it, it's it was such a bummer. Um, yeah. All right. Let's let's move on. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, I want to hear about crimes of the future, though. Uh, it's nasty. Yeah, it looks nasty. Uh, it's a it's I. OK. OK. So it's Cronenberg. So. And it's him, like, kind of getting uh, back to his uh, shit is gross roots. And it's like a future where people can grow organs uh, inside their bodies. And the movie focuses on these performance artists who make a whole thing out of the surgeries that uh, Viggo Mortensen's character goes through. Uh, and it's like art. It's, they're saying a lot of stuff. It's mostly weird. I, I do think there's like an interesting thread in the movie about evolution and how we evolve, how we're going to evolve as people and what that means for us uh, as we become people who are more and more reliant on technology uh, and other shit. Will it change our bodies and the way we process them. I think the movie asks more interesting questions but doesn't really go but doesn't really get into any of them. And it's it's totally fine. I think it's it, it's it'll be a movie that you walk out of talking about for a good while. But I think it's as a movie it's not fully formed. Okay. Um, it's interesting, but it it's uh and I like interesting weird shit, but yeah. it just doesn't really connect. At, uh I think there's some I think there was a good plot that the movie just chose not to go down that road. And it could have easily. Um and that's the little the little bit of a frustrating thing is I think it had a really interesting question that it just didn't stick the landing on answer. Um but it's totally watchable. Uh it's 
kind of gross. Don't eat or drink. Uh, eh, drink, but don't drink anything like milk. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, that's good to know. Good to know. Keep it clear, like a clear liquor. Um, okay. No color. It's just going to fuck with you. Uh, I'd say a gin and soda, gin and fuck tonic, something like that. Uh, no food, no snacks at all. It's just nasty. Okay. okay. We should start make you drink pairings for our movie. Oh, yeah. This this is a water or yeah. or clear liquor and clear mixture. No, no, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even go bitters. Finally, we Keep have a, a, a new bit after episodes and episodes of making Alex create a rating scale. Yep. And then oh, yeah. of, like, Alex is, like, when's the best time to watch this movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. And now we finally have a new one. It's the drink. It's the Russ's drink bearing. Well, oh, me, yeah. So that, that first, the first bit of Alex creating a rating scale was more that Alex didn't realize that we weren't rating movies anymore. And he just kept me rating the movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we just ran with it. Alex uh, will be back soon, guys. Yeah, Alex will be, hopefully, yeah, next, next episode, uh, we are we are promised uh, at least something from Alex. Um, and at this rate, that will be the end of September. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no, we'll try to be better. Yeah, uh, there, there's got to be some stuff coming out. You know, DC, yeah. Super Pets. Um, is that third the, reference to the cast. This is, it's going to be big. It's going to be is big. the fifth or the sixth Rock Heart movie? It... Uh, Jumanji, Jumanji, Central Intelligence, this, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, Fifth. Jesus. I forgot that he was in Hobbs and Shaw, yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Um, there's gotta be another one in there somewhere. I bet th- there's gotta be, like, a I'm Netflix, sure there is. Netflix, like, there has to be another one. Yeah. I, th- uh, I just feel like it's been seven years of, like, a constant press tour between the two of them. Oh my god, I'm so tired of it. But yeah. then I watch them all. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still watch Central Intelligence sometimes. I think that movie is hilarious. <laughs> that movie's well, great. I think one of them is large and the other one is small. Yep. It's a good I bit. like how they're like, we're not gonna let DeVito and we're not gonna fall victim to the DeVito Schwarzenegger first. Those yeah. idiots only did one movie together. We're gonna do one hundred. <laughs> well that's they what... left money on the table. That's what keeps pushing back triplets. They're like, okay, it's finally time to make triplets. And then The Rock and uh, Kevin Hart make another movie. And we're like, okay, let's take another year off on triplets. Well, they just got to <laughs> skip it, go to quadruplets, and have all four of them in it. Oh, that's a great Ooh, idea. I would see the ever-loving <laughs> shit out of that. <laughs> Holy. It would make no sense. And half those people, 75% of those people were in Jumanji. <laughs> yeah. We're getting there. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Um, <laughs> all right, Elvis. Kate, Kate, I, I was literally going to say, tell me about Elvis. Elvis is um, mildly racist at times. Um, it's got a bunch racist of racist really- in a good way or racist in a bad way. Uh, depends That's on the question. <laughs> uh, you mean Tom Hanks is Dutch or? Oh God! Oh man! Um, uh, let's say casual, but like a little too casual. Um, oh, okay. just like, oh, this is kind of problematic. Um, 
Thank you for the job. Austin Butler actually does like a really fantastic job uh, as Elvis. Um, uh, I don't want to believe that because he looks like a fucking pretty gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, and, and like you know, no, no debate there. Um, I, I think this movie is full of like really good performances. There's actually like some really really good uh, like set and scenes. The 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 whole like comeback special for Elvis uh, is it's like five minutes of the movie, but it's like fantastically well done. Um, it, it's got that like Boslerman vibe to it, you know, when, when they actually go finally go on stage, the whole thing moves so fast because yeah. it feels like, it feels like you're just watching like a, like a long music video. Cause you know, the, the soundtrack never kicks out and, and you're just like, it's just the next thing, which yeah. is good for like a two hour and 20 minute movie that feels like closer to like one and a half. Um, it's, 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 it's good. Uh, the performances yeah. are good, but it's also, you know, you you could you, you could miss it if you want to. Yeah, since I since I'm I'm still AMC A list and I'm not in the city all the time. Like usually in the summer, there's one one or two movies that just fall victim to like it's going to be a little bit too long, but also I have the 45 minutes on either end of it of travel time. Yeah, and I just don't end up seeing and it keep and Elvis keeps getting pushback for me. That I'm like, you know yeah, what? Is that one's over what's that two and a half? Yeah. It, yeah. It's not worth the uh, running time. Even though, you know, I'm A list. I'm not paying for this movie. Right. But I'm just like it's it's not worth the trip to and fro from the city. Well, your time because, is worth something. Yeah. I, I well I'm debatable. But Yeah, I was about to say. Okay. <laughs> My time? <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Um it's uh yeah. Uh, I mean See, like, I feel like the the big screen experience of this makes sense for those big Elvis specials. They they do feel good. They, they do feel like they pop out. Um, that being said, you know, like, if once this drops on HBO Max or whatever in, like, the next like, watch it and pause it and, like, keep going, it's, it'll probably be just So would you say, like, what, a, a giant glass of bourbon? I think that this is going to be like, uh, let's see here, some Quaaludes. Um, oh, love a lude. Um, like a, a really fancy, like super sugary drink is really what you want out of this one. You know, like it's got to be a big mixed drink cocktail. Um, also, maybe like a, a, like a big old... Like a big old bourbon cocktail with uh, some brown sugar. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, maybe throw a, a stick of bacon in there. There is, yes, that is exactly. It was nailed it. Honestly, nailed it. And put, put a put a uh, put a little uh, uh, little umbrella in it. You gotta have an umbrella. <laughs> um. Okay. But this is, unlike Crimes of the Future, you should feel free to eat during this movie. Okay. <laughs> you can have a, you can have so a meal you, during this movie. So you can have a meal. Well, I mean, it's long enough. It's long enough you're going to have to have a meal, honestly. It's you're not a dinner and a movie because it, you wouldn't, it would take you 95 hours. Exactly. No, it's dinner during the movie. You know, like that is that is the, the way to see this. And, and it should be something high, like a lot of carbs. And, you know, just, uh, and, you know, I mean, I guess the, the, the traditional is the, uh, peanut butter, bacon, fried bacon sandwich, uh, if you're really mm. going for it all, but, um, 
you know, the, the, debatable. Up to you. You know, up, up to you. Um, okay. okay. Only a couple things left here. And I don't know, Russ, you talked about this beforehand. How are you the only one who saw Black Phone? <laughs> it's so weird. I thought I would be the last one. Uh, it's uh, it's Scott Derrickson, Blumhouse, and Ethan Hawke. And that is a pairing I think we've had at least two or three times. Um, Ethan Hawke and Blumhouse work really well between Purge and Sinister. Um, just a really, uh, it's good. It's not as horror as you might think it is. It's a little more thriller. Okay. Um, in, in its presentation, but I, it's really enjoyable and similar to, nope, not a spoiler. Uh, I love the relationship between the main boy in this movie and his sister. It's just like one of the few, I feel like they don't quite often nail uh, sibling relationships in movies. And I felt like their sibling relationship as, like, rivals slash friends really uh, worked. Um, it, and Ethan Hawke is super creepy. He's such a weirdo. And they don't explain a lot of why he is the way he is. And that makes the movie a little bit scarier and weirder. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it, I think it also nails the period it takes place so very, very well. Like back when, like, you know, kids went outside and just parents didn't give a shit until dinner. Yeah. Um, I I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, it's better than it. It's better than I thought it was going to be by okay. a considerable margin. And that shouldn't surprise me because anytime Ethan Hawke shows up in one of these types of movies, I end up loving. I, the Purge is like an institution in my life. Uh, Sinister, I, I fucking love that movie. Uh, so, uh, Black Phone is like a nice edge. It's not as good as either of those, but it is good, and it's different. It's not as horror. It's a little more thriller, a little more drama, but very good. I highly, I, I, I highly recommend it. Okay. I, I have oh, yeah. I've been curious about it ever like I've seen it like it like it's in theaters I, I've thought about going a couple of times um, but hadn't read any reviews hadn't really seen anything and I was like this is probably going to be just terrible um, but now that I'm getting some good vibes out of it this seems like I, I feel like I could sell this to someone who's not huge into horror movies yeah yes. yeah yeah I'm happy that it's better than it looks. It's yeah. I, I have time like getting motivated to go see this. Uh, I it's one of those movies that I don't I think I just need to remember that like the streaming schedule of movies is gonna slowly erode. Like I, it was one of those moments like I'm not gonna go see it this week. It will probably be available next week. Oh, I'm not gonna go see it this week. It will probably be available next week. And now I'm kind of like oh, I really w did want to see Black Phone. I guess. <laughs> I think it's on Peacock now. Yeah, I think it's out there. Never mind. Actually, let me just... I, I know it has leaked. I don't know if it's on Peacock. I will check. And as we continue, I will confirm that. All right. Very good. Uh, well, what, would, uh, what, what kind of drink do you go with Black Phone? Uh, okay. Black Phone, I think... I think I would do... Definitely... It's the olden days. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a dad who's an alcoholic in the movie, so I just want to steer clear of the huge drinking. Um, I, I think I, I'm going to go two ways here. I think you want one of those big old school 1970s cans of beer, uh, like a PBR or something like that. I think that'd be a fun time having a couple of those or like a, a Schlitz or not a Schlitz because that's malt liquor. Uh, but like one of those brands of beer that your parents used to drink, uh, or like a, a, a low in brow, some kind of weird old beer like that. Or I think you'd probably want to go with something like it's and it's it's a weird combo because this isn't that kind of movie, uh, but like a a milkshake with like a shot of something in it. I think this is like a, you want a milkshake. Uh, milkshake with, I'm going to go, I'm going to go whiskey. You want a whiskey and, and like a chocolate milkshake. Yeah, Ooh. you want to, you want a chocolate milkshake whiskey or whiskey <laughs> and a chocolate milkshake. That's what you want. I am into that. I won't lie. Or an old school beer. The black phone is not on Peacock yet. Ah, uh, that's annoying. It will okay. be soon. Actually, they put the bad guys up immediately. I just yeah, that that, that was like that was that's still in theaters and it's like streaming like basically everywhere at this point, isn't it? Yes. I am but yeah, uh, Black Phone, see it, it's good. It is available for rental at this point, but it is not available, not on anything else. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, we are coming down to the final two, and we got to start it off. With Paws of Fury, the legend of Hank. What do you like, guys like, want to know about Paws of Fury? I, I don't want to know a goddamn thing. I want to know how did this get made and why did this it, get made. It feels like a tax dodge. <laughs> I mean, and who is it for? This is for a, all those kids that you want to introduce Blazing Saddles to. And it, and it's not as close to Blazing Saddles as you would honestly think. Um, well, Fucking Mel Brooks and Richard Pryor are credited screenwriters for this movie. Yes. No, no, no. There, there are definitely tinges of uh, Blazing Saddles throughout this movie, but it does, it does not the faithful adaptation of Blazing Saddles that you would expect from a movie that was once called like what was it like Blazing uh, Blazing uh, Samurai. Yeah, Blazing Samurai, and then there's also the song in the middle of the movie called where they sing Blazing Samurai. Oh my god! Oh so, my god! Um, it's actually you Who know needed what? money. Like why I, is this? It's not why it's not great. But I I enjoyed myself while I was watching this with my niece and nephew. They were laughing hysterically. I was laughing. Michael Sarah does not do great in this. Uh, he's just like too too reserved to to be a part of this. Samuel Jackson kills it. Uh, Ricky Gervais, pretty funny. Mel Brooks, when he shows up a couple times, very good. Um, it's enjoyable more than it. Like, I don't know. Like, it is it is an enjoyable movie watch with, like, some young kids. Because if I was watching this one by myself, I would have been like, why am I here? Um, it's it, got to be under eight, under 90 minutes, right? Oh, yeah. it's It is 85 minutes, and they make the joke about how short the movie is at least twice during it. Um, (laughs) you know, it's got that going for it. Um, there's, it kind of just like dissolves itself at some point. Um, it's, it's kind of, do they, 
so Blazing Saddles Saddles has a fourth wall breaking ending. Does this movie have a real ending to it? I mean, define real, you know, like, um, I mean, like the story is actually concluded and they don't just like wrestle through different movie sets. Yes, it does. It does have its own like conclusion to the end of it. Uh, but it, it is, it is fairly abrupt when, um, so, you know, there's like the bad guy who's basically trying to flood this town and then they, you know, like they basically dig like this giant moat around, I mean, spoilers for Pause of Fury. Um, to like stop it from getting flooded. And then uh, Mel Brooks sees Samuel L. Jackson. He's like, wait, is that you? Oh my gosh, that's so great. You should totally be the samurai. Um, so it's a little, it's a, it feels a little, you know, out of nowhere in Russia. And just like, we just need to end this thing and we can't do the fourth war breaking thing because all the times we've broken the fourth wall so far is like, you know, mentioning how this movie is only 85 minutes long and how are we going to fill the time of this movie? They, you know, it feels like the, uh, it feels closer to like some of the fourth wall breaking moments in Spaceballs, uh, with the exception of like the stunt doubles part, you know, where they just kind of like talk at the camera like very briefly or like make mention uh, very briefly of something else. Um, yeah. So th th there's that. The the movie itself, yeah, it it's quick. You're, you're in and out and... Uh, I don't know. I found myself laughing a decent amount. There are multiple montages throughout this movie, which are pretty fun. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it is very weird that this thing got made. I don't know who this movie is for. Um, That's too bad about Michael Sarah being flat in it. Cause he, he gave such a good vo vocal performance for a uh, Lego Batman. Who oh he? yeah. I forgot that he He's was wrong. Yeah, he's so good in that movie. Yeah, this is this is definitely not up to that standard. Um, Samuel Jackson is giving it his all, like really, like just like carries this thing uh, really well. Um, well, he's like seventy something. This is probably the easiest role he's had. Yes, I can not no disagreement here. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's funny, and you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna drink during it, get like a yeah, like a Slurpee with some like vodka in it, you know, like a like a cherry Slurpee, okay. with a, like you know some vodka. Just you know, you're you're there to have a good time. You're there to like. That's close. That that's close to what I was thinking. I was imagining you know one of those. Yep. Something it, along those lines. So get a kid's drink, put alcohol in it. Exactly. That is that. And look, what, what else can Simple. we have? Yeah. Yeah, that's because Samuel Jackson doesn't do a lot of voiceover. No. Right. He. He did Incredibles, but that's a tiny role. That I think that might be it. That might. Be oh, it. he's apparently in Turbo about the racing snail. Oh. Oh, Ryan Reynolds as a racing snail when his career had when he had no freaking clue where he was going. Yeah. I don't. He's in the Astro Boy movie, but it seems like a small role. Yeah, it's weird. Like he doesn't do a lot of voice stuff, and this feels like a big role. It is. It is. It is a very big role uh, in this movie. Yeah. Weird. All right. All right. Let's do it. Let's finish this off. The big one. The most recent Marvel Universe movie to come out. Thor, Love, and Thunder. This movie doesn't like itself. It doesn't believe. It doesn't feel like it believes in itself. 
or cares about itself. So I couldn't care in, uh, for it. This movie, I did enjoy it. Um, like I thought it was fun. Um, I thought that Christian Bale did a really good job. Um, he's but, just not in it enough. Right, he's not in it enough. This movie plays like, and uh, like it feels like a movie where all of the actors really just wanted to get their kids into a movie and did a movie because their kids were just like, "Hey, can you do this movie?" <laughs> and yeah. then you read all of the interviews about it, and everybody's just like, "Yeah, my kid said I should really do this movie." <laughs> Yeah, and all of their kids are in the movie. <laughs> Christian Bale is the weirdest casting, possibly of the entire MCU. Yeah, I would, I would concur. No one else feels like, what the fuck are you doing here more than him? Yeah. But also, what are you doing here? And why, are you, in the and why are you trying so hard? Like, yeah. he's really nailed he's it. It's very song. good. He's got. He does. I don't know. I really like his villain in this. Like it, o- yeah, almost yeah. like uh, in like what, like a Winter Soldier, like uh, like that that level. Like I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm into all this. Yeah, I just I don't. It just it it was as it's the first MCU movie in a while that I I had a hard time caring like locking in with and caring about. I I just oh. I I don't think it I don't think it cared. Which is weird and fine and like kind of taking the piss out of itself. Like was so much more uh, successful in Ragnarok. Oh well, I, and I think that's that. This movie just kind of like is in the shadow of Ragnarok. Like walking it, it out had of- a really, it had a really tough act to follow. I think like yeah. Ragnarok is so fun and so playful, and they turn Thor into like such a fun hero. Yep. That- Figuring out where to go next with him in his own movie, not as a uh, no, as a uh, ensemble character. I think they just couldn't quite get the frequency on Thor right. No, and, and if you can't get Thor right, you can't get the movie right. Right. And I, I was I was okay with the idea of okay, well we can't go funnier than we just did, so we have to work into it. But I don't think that the attempt was nailed as successfully. I think maybe, and this is a weird thing to say, but I think where they go next, I could see being more successful than where they just were. Because that seems like, that seems like more of a sequel to Ragnarok where it's going to go than uh, this movie. So maybe we needed this weird reset in order to go through. Agree. This, this yeah, trying to, trying to replicate Ragnarok and not grow from it or do something with that character you figured out. Right. A lot yeah. of Ragnarok is like you know th- there's a lot the, the emotional bits of Ragnarok are all about you know uh, Thor's experiences in like the last two movies or and and or just the last two Thor movies and only all the other things that had happened like with Loki previously. This movie feels like it is the setup to pay off in the next movie like the 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 losses and everything and and gains of this movie need to be like really felt somewhere and it all happens like right at the very end uh so like it has to be a setup for the next thing to happen uh because the beginning like it's no go ahead it's it it is enjoyable until you ragnarok and then you're just like oh yeah, this was just so much better. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's and I know that Phase Four has a lot of work to do 
but it's just like I don't I don't know. It's just you have to get the main character of your franchise right. And he had if you wanted to go more pathos this time around, I mean, hell, you you, you kind of played it collapsing in game. But since Endgame shoots been fucking sad too. Like he lost a lot of he lost his I mean, yeah. him and Tony yeah. Stark weren't like the best of friends, but like he's the dude keeps losing people. Yep. Like he he can be sad. I, I think it was interesting to have him like play against that. I'm just ignoring it and burying it deep and uh, I'm trying to stay calm until I have to fuck people up recklessly. But that just didn't seem like where that character would have picked up from where he left off in Endgame. And I was fine with him going with the Guardians and all that stuff. I just feel like where they started him in this movie was so far behind where I thought he would be. Yeah, and he's, he's funny. So he yeah. can still be funny with progress. Him going with the Guardians, I think, needed to be an animated series or something. Because clear, clearly neither of the creative teams that are really locked into those two facets of the MCU have any interest of mixing. Right. And like something together. Or one thing to Taika Waititi didn't want to do it. It no. makes sense to everybody. So just do it somewhere else. Yeah. What if, yeah, I think it would be really fun if, granted, there's even, there, there is a baby Groot, like, animated series coming out of, like, all mm-hmm. these shorts. But, like, just, why not have done, like, a, just an animated show that's about Thor's time with them so you don't have to deal with it? Because otherwise it's just weird that, like, does Dave Bautista's Drax or Mantis say anything in this movie? I don't or think he has a single one. It just feels like they just stand. Mantis just kind of stands there, I think, yeah. Yeah. It's a waste of time and money. And granted, this is the, uh, one of the shorter Marvel movies, but it, it, if if you eliminate that, maybe you give some more uh, screen time to Christian Bale, who's hitting a home run in a movie that didn't ask for a home run. Yeah. And, there, there's and, all then, of- and then the movie could be a little bit more grounded, but... I, I, I don't know. I just don't think that the chemistry was completely there, or the alchemy was completely there on how aloof and how goofy Thor could be. He can be a grown-up and still be goofy. Yeah. It's fine. Like, he can still be sad, but also, like, try to bury it down and to be heroic and stuff. But I just felt like they started him so far back. And yeah. because of that, it just didn't align with the rest of the movie. But still very enjoyable. Love it's very enjoyable. Uh, love where it ends. Absolutely love where it ends. It's um. It, it's also a shame that as like the the first of the fourth solo Marvel movies that it's kind of like a dud compared to the like the previous one, like the previous high. Like th- this is there, uh, and I think that that's one of the things that we will probably hear about this. Like, can can these movies sustain anything more than like their initial trilogies now? Um, and I'm interested to see what happens next. Um, I, I, I don't know if it really, I don't know if there's going to be a Thor five at this point. I have, I have no idea. I mean, I'm probably there will. It's just, they don't, they don't need to slot it in. I think right now they're as they sketch out phase five and six, all of the, the stuff we know about are the ones that like are really pushing that multiverse story. And then everything else, they'll be able to kind of weave in elements 
and sudden, so they don't need to exactly know where they are. Like, we'll get a probably a little behind these scenes. Yeah. And then the, the, the credit scenes were kind of just... I don't know. There was like, I don't know, like, you know, know, whatever, spoilers and stuff like that. But like Hercules, cool, guess. Um, And then like, you know, uh, showing up at Valhalla, like, okay. The Valhalla thing was so like, did they not think of anything and they just put that in so people weren't confused about what happened to her? Even though it was like, yeah, I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like she, yeah. so she's gone. Like that is so. Yeah. That is yeah, that is that is what that says, right? Then that's it. It's just being like, don't even ask. She's not. She's gone. She's not coming yeah. back. Exactly. That that that's my take on it. Unless they like bring back Val. You know, if all of Valhalla comes back, some you know, in like a some weird portal that they open up or something. Unless some kind of multiversey way or some right. shit. Right. Uh, the the like Thor. His movie exists. Out, not outside of the MCU at large, but if this is the multiverse saga, nothing he does has anything to do really with it, any of it, unless you make a movie about him trying to get back all the people he lost, but he wouldn't do that. Right. So, I, I don't know. Just, if you're going to make a six four, I think he can slot in anywhere because his storyline is really, is really super untethered to everything else. And what Avengers are left that he even like bangs with? Iron Man's dead. Uh, Cap Captain, I guess Captain America's old OG Captain America's. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Who's he really? Who's he really? Black Widow's dead. Yeah. Paul Guy is out of the game. So like he would come back and be like, "Who are these? I don't know these." Yeah. Ant Man. That that's my buddy. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, he doesn't know any of those people. He was he came in Infinity War right at the end. He was yeah. in space. He was in space before, like. Like he knows space people. So he doesn't know any of them. And they all all the old all the new people blipped out while he was away. I'm sorry, while 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 he stayed. Yeah, hmm. it's I don't know. It's it's weird. It's it's a weird feeling of like kind of having the dual complaint of like it's not doing enough on its own but it's also not doing enough to tell and give me a sense of what the bigger picture is now right but it doesn't it, and it's it, it, that, that's the thing it, it just kind of felt like a filler movie yeah. right everything else felt like it was building on top of something else but this one just kind of felt like it was just there because we needed to make another thor movie yeah yeah and it's like if ragnarok was a complete character reset this movie is like, uh, in case you didn't see Ragnarok, we're gonna like reset it again. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think we needed all of we we need, I don't think we should have wasted Christian Bale uh, on a reset reset. Oh, absolutely. especially one that doesn't look like it has stakes in where the universe is going right now. Uh, now, granted, D twenty three is in another couple of weeks, and they will probably announce like another slew of movies that make it all make sense but right now it just doesn't seem like it 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 links but that's fine it was enjoyable what is the next marvel movie now is it ant-man is it the next ant-man uh, no it's uh wakanda forever yeah oh that's wakanda right yeah, yeah, it's that's fall yeah and yeah. then that clo- that's in november and that closes out phase four 
Uh, The weirdest, most rushed, uh, fucked up uh, phase so far. And I I think a lot of people's criticism, I don't think they'd have it if this phase unfolded like it was supposed to and there was no pandemic. But we got Disney access shit. What? Don't call it a phase. Yeah. Don't try to make it seem like you're still doing what you were doing before. Like, this could be just stories and then phase four starts like what's happens next is phase four right it doesn't it doesn't have you don't have to keep doing the same plan or the same even marketing like we don't need that vocabulary these are mcu movies like even like even the general audience knows that these are bigger things on of their own world than ever before no one i don't think anyone would be confused if you just as i said stop using that vocabulary yeah, like we don't need phases and sagas. I mean, sagas are fine, but we don't need phases. Yeah. We don't need phases all the time, and then to try to like tie them together through some philosophy that's a little half baked. I'm like, stop. <laughs> well, it feels like they're you don't like, have to do all that. Like the TV shows are trying to do something that the movies used to do, or something like that. I, I, I like there, there's something there that they're putting. It feels like there's more attention being put there now. Yeah. And like this oh, was just like yeah 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 do another Thor but we're we're really going to be focusing on like um you know Miss Marvel and stuff like that um yeah and like I most of the most of the shows have been very good um or at least most of most of most of the shows have been very good um yes I think they still continue to have trouble being a complete loop of a story i think there's some high points yeah but but luckily enough the high points are coming in all sorts of different areas and it's not just like the beginning and the end is good or just the middle is good it's it's right it's almost a mystery of when you're gonna like the show the most (laughs) which i definitely Mm -hmm. felt with marvel like i was like like i started out i was just like all right i don't know maybe is am i gonna enjoy this and then by the end i was just like yeah well the last couple episodes Mm -hmm. great yeah, I enjoyed that one a lot. I was like, I was worried, like, I don't know. Sometimes doing like a nerdy teen girl can be like a cringy experience. Mm-hmm. But I think they really, I think they did a really good job with her. Yeah. yeah. And I was worried that we were gonna walk into like people hating her because she's a Mary Sue and all that sort of shit. Yeah. And they never really went there. And I, yeah. I applaud them because I was prepared to feel like I had to defend a character that I didn't want to defend just because I hate trolls. Yeah. And I didn't have to do that. So I didn't have to be an ally. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Anything else on Thor, Love and Thunder, or anything that's going on right now in, in Marvel that we want to talk about uh, at this point? I, 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 I totally forgot that there even were fa- what did What was the first movie of this phase? Uh, Black Widow. Wow. Right. Yeah. Or Far From Home. It was Far From Home, the last movie of Phase Three, or that. No, that's Phase. That was Phase Four as well. Far From Home was the last movie in Phase Three. Well, I'm looking at Phase Four. Let's see what's in Phase Four. Um. It's Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Far From Home, uh, 
Doctor Strange. No, no way. Thor. You're thinking no, of No Way Home. Yeah. No Way Home. Yeah, Doc- yeah, No Way Home, Doctor Strange, uh, Thor. In that and, order. And like all of the television shows are part of Phase 4 as well. Yes. Including the I'm one. I'm not going to say all of those. Yes. <laughs> um, and then She-Hulk Attorney at Law coming soon. Untitled Halloween special. What is this? Yeah, it's Werewolf by Night. Ah. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Okay. Well, this all looks interesting. (laughs) Set between the events. All right. Anyway. All right. Let's wrap this up. Uh, Anything else you guys want to say on this? Or or are we we good to to clear this out? Any any other streaming movies that you want to talk about very briefly? Yeah. Just to echo what we said before. Yeah. uh, well, just 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 in the sense of uh, check out Adam Sandler's Hustle on Netflix. It's really great. Oh, yeah. And check out uh, Good Luck to You, Leo Grand on Hulu. Um, it's just a bummer that I think Emma Watts, Emma, Emma Thompson could have a Academy Award run if that movie did not just go to Hulu. She's oh, fantastic okay. in it. Okay, nice. Yeah, check those out. Uh, I really want to check out Hustle. Um, I've been meaning to watch it for a while now. Oh, all right. Another one in the books. You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find Russ on all the social medias. This is Russ incredible. You can find Peter on Letterboxd as Pete Peter Petey. You can find me on Letterboxd and Strava as Johnny Tiggs. And I think that is it for this episode. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time with Alex as promised on the movie movie podcast. I love it.